Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Also coming to you on Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nikki, but great to be with you today. What a great day we have. The Champions League draw is done and dusted, so we're going to take a preview of the Champions League as we get ready for the group stages starting in September. Uh, some really interesting groups, plus the transfer market heating up. Uh, you know, who'd have thought we could potentially have a transfer window with not just Lionel Messi being transferred, but Kylian Mbappe and Cristiano Ronaldo possibly all within the same window. Fascinating stuff. Let's get to it. Um, big hello to our men and women in uniform uh, listening around the world under trying circumstances indeed. But it is great to have you all with me on the American Forces Network. And if you're listening on iHeartRadio, tune in or the award-winning SiriusXM app. Uh, always a pleasure. If you miss any part of the show, you can catch it, as you know, right on its conclusion at our podcast network, which is the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, uh, podcast network. You can find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, so the award ceremony is done. The uh, kind of weird sort of Euro creepy award ceremony that we have at the UEFA uh, is done. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there was any huge surprises in terms of the awards that were given out. We'll go through them, though. And um, certainly Chelsea dominating the awards. Uh, Thomas Tuchel getting Manager of the Year award. And, and I have to say, uh, I can't think of anyone more deserving of that award than Tuchel, giving, uh, given how he took over that team from Frank Lampard, uh, largely the same team. Uh, and, you know, I think when we talk about managerial experience, uh, that is right there uh, critical. You know, sometimes people are a little cynical about the role of managers on some of these teams, saying, oh, well, yeah, what exactly do they do? Well, I, I think Thomas Tuchel is really a poster child for how important a manager will be. Well, look, we're going to get to all of it, so don't worry about it. Going to step aside, take a break, be right back to kick it all off. Uh, well, this is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Be right back after this. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. All right, welcome back. Well, Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast if you're listening on Sports Overnight America. Um, the Champions League draw is in, and we are getting ready uh, to kick off the group stages of the Champions League. I personally love the Champions League. For me, uh, the Champions League and the Premier League are kind of what make my sporting year worth it all. Forget the World Cup, even. I mean, you know, I mean, that's obviously every four years. Unless, of course, Arsene Wenger has his way, in which case it's like every three days. But for me personally, the Champions League is really the top of the top of the top, along with the Premier League. And with the draw announced today, it means if you like to place a small wager or two, you can do that. 
I, it'll just be, I would imagine, a few hours until we start to get, well, here we go. They're out already. Champions League odds are out already. And here we go. The futures, the odds to win. PSG, the favorites to win the Champions League, at plus 275. Now, these odds are courtesy of my good friends at betonline.ag. If you are going to bet on sports, folks, there is really only one place I recommend you do it. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. They've been in this business forever and a day. I've been using them for literally I, I, pretty much my entire sports betting life. And I, I, I look, I, I, I bet often on sports, but I don't bet much on sports, if you know what I mean. Like for me, a $5 wager is, is a good wager. For some people, it's a $500 wager or a $5,000 wager. It's what, you know, depending on how much you have to bet. BetOnline.ag has it all. And with the NFL season starting up, like, before you can even open your eyes, everybody loves to bet the NFL. You need to go to BetOnline.ag. And it's not just NFL. I mean, they've got basketball, hockey, uh, uh, Premier League, Ligue 1, Serie A, Eredivisie, Bundesliga, Champions League, Copa America, uh, World Cup qualifying, women's football, MLS. I mean, they've got everything in terms of soccer you could want, plus all the big sports, plus wrestling, plus football, plus uh, MMA, plus boxing, plus snooker, plus darts. I mean, you name it, they've got it. Of course, tennis and golf as well. And look, right now, if you head over to betonline.ag, they will give you a 50% bonus on your first deposit. You heard me right, a 50% bonus on your first deposit uh, at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook expert. So right now, PSG plus 275. (coughs) Man City plus 350. Bayern Munich plus 700. Chelsea plus 800. Liverpool plus 900. And Man United plus plus 1400 you have to go to plus 1600 and plus 2000 for real madrid and barcelona to be on that mix and juve at plus 2000 you have to think if cristiano ronaldo leaves uh, they're going to drop even further down the line look i don't know whether psg i would not put psg as the favorites for the champions league first of all um the transfer market okay real madrid has bid £136 million for Kylian Mbappe. That bid, from my understanding, has been rejected. But I'm going to imagine that they're going to come back with a bigger bid and he will move to Madrid, which is, I think, at the end of the day, where he really wants to go. And, and how is that going to change it? If you think about it, it's got to change it, right? PSG won 188 million for Mbappe. My understanding is Real Madrid bid 136 million. You have to think somewhere between 188 and 136 is a number at 150 or 160 million that would work for either club. I would not be surprised, and you should not be surprised either, if Kylian Mbappe leaves PSG and heads over to Real Madrid. Which is going to leave a Neymar-Messi 
front two, big two so far. And you have to ask yourself, you know, I don't think the addition of Mbappe is enough to make Real Madrid a Champions League competitor, but you have to ask yourself, is Cristiano Ronaldo enough to make Manchester City a Champions League winner? Uh, look, I, I actually think Man City the favorites to win the Champions League without Ronaldo. They're going to be able to pick Ronaldo up from Juventus for £25 million. He's 36 years old, plus his salary, which is enormous. Don't get me wrong. But I just have a suspicion that Ronaldo is going to want to go somewhere where he can seriously win some Mondo silverware, right? And... He's not going to win it at Juventus. And since Harry Kane is not going to City, we're going to talk about that in the next segment. You'd think the addition of Ronaldo, who in my mind is the perfect addition to Man City and the way they line up. Really, I mean, first of all, he is an incredible athlete, even at the age of 36. Unlike Messi, who doesn't like to run that much, Ronaldo will run. But I don't know, given the city setup, if they put him out there in the Aguero position, how much they're going to ask him to run. What they're going to look for is his clinical finishes, and of that, Cristiano Ronaldo has a never-ending bucket of those. I will take Manchester City, with or without a Cristiano Ronaldo, against a PSG, even with Kylian Mbappe and Messi and Neymar. I'm not a massive fan of PSG. I think it's very, very difficult for teams to turn on the razor's edge when they're not having to keep it sharp week in and week out. That's how I look at it. And if you think about it, it makes sense, right? It makes total sense. I think it's a great addition to the squad. And uh, it makes them a real competitor. So right now, betonline.ag, the odds for Manchester City are plus 400. Folks, you want to take the plus 400 and take it now. Bayern Munich, a plus 700, I think is ridiculous. Chelsea, a plus 800, I think is ridiculous. Take Chelsea. Place a bet. Liverpool, Chelsea, City. Bet the English teams here, folks, for the Champions League. We will have another English winner in the Champions League this year. Don't count out Chelsea either. I mean, Thomas Tuchel won the Manager of the Year award for good reason. Plus, they have an excellent squad. Gelling, young, lots of energy. Understanding the system. I think PSG at plus 275, I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. But on future, City, Chelsea, Liverpool... Absolutely. Man United at plus uh, 1,400. I, I, I like United as a team. Uh, well, I mean, I don't like United, but you know what I mean. 
Uh, but they're not good enough to win the Champions League. Just not going to happen. I honestly think um, they are not going to finish second this season either in the Premier League. So those are my predictions. Look, uh, when we come back, let's get into this Harry Kane situation. Um, you know, very interesting. Uh, Daniel Levy kind of flexing his muscle. Harry Kane being an absolute team player. I don't think you'd expect anything else uh, but that. But let's talk about it when we come back. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Be right back after this. All right, I welcome you back to World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Um, once again, I'd like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. Great to have you with me. And if you miss any part of the show, never fear. You can always find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts or head over to our podcast network, the Believe B-L-E-A-V podcast uh, network. We are presented to you by betonline.ag. And the big news, as of right the second, is that Harry Kane has stated unequivocally he's staying at Tottenham Hotspur for the season. He's not going anywhere. There will be no transfer. And he is 100% committed to the club for this year. And in point of fact, uh, (laughs) you know, (laughs) scores two goals to move Tottenham through the Europa League conference. I mean, let's be honest, it's a pretty crappy tournament, but, you know, be that as it may, right? Manchester City are the aggrieved party here who felt that they had a fair offer for Harry Kane, that they had made one, but, you know, what happened basically is Daniel Levy would not sanction the sale of Kane. And what's going to happen now is Kane is going to wait, I think, and then sign a new contract with a release clause because his contract does not have a release clause. Now, supposedly, uh, Daniel Levy had promised Harry Kane that he could go uh, if the right number came in. But that number did not come in uh, appropriately for Daniel Levy. And quite honestly, look, I mean, I talk about this a lot on this show. You have to think that Tottenham Hotspur lost, uh, have lost a lot of money by not qualifying for the Champions League. So whatever it is they get for Harry Kane, $150 million, add to it the amount of money that they're not getting from the Champions League, and you're asking yourself, well, you know, with Kane... Is there a possibility that Tottenham will make the Champions League? Yes, there is. It's not just all about Arsenal, City, Liverpool. Pardon me, Arsenal, listen to me. Listen, back in the dark ages. It's all not all about City, uh, Liverpool, Chelsea, United, Leicester City. I mean, I think Tottenham can have a say in that. It's just uh, reality, guys. I mean, it's entirely possible Man United don't make the Champions League. It's not likely, but it's possible. It's entirely possible Liverpool don't make the Champions League. Is it likely? No, but is it, it, do, it, if 
one of these teams goes through a period of injury, a period of poor performance. I mean, all you have to do is to look at Liverpool last season and to know why Daniel Levy was not prepared to gamble like that. Because as I've said on this show time and time again, money is great and selling players for money is wonderful. But the value of a Harry Kane and the goals that he scores cannot be replaced by a bag of cash. It has to actually be replaced by another player. So who on earth would replace Harry Kane? Okay, maybe Cristiano Ronaldo, but can you see him going to Spurs? I can't. I mean, Juventus are, are, are anxious to be rid of Mr. Ronaldo. I think Ronaldo is anxious to be rid of Ju Juventus. As much of a legend as Juventus are, you know, they're not winning the Champions League anytime soon. So I think to say that Man United, the Man City, are looking for a replacement is real. And we know that Ronaldo wants to leave. That's real. We know he can be had for about £25 million and his salary, which is large, and I would just hazard a guess, guys, that much like Messi, Ronaldo would be willing to take less pay at 36 years old in order to establish his chances of winning more stuff between now and the end of his career. I have to say, I think there is an exceptionally good chance that Ronaldo will sign with Manchester City. He's going to solve City's striker problem. Not that they really have a problem, so to speak, but he's going to give them that person that they're looking for. He's going to give them all sorts of marketing oomph. And what's more, Ronaldo is a player who will perform on the pitch. He's not like Messi. He's not going to make the players around him better but he is going to do the job for which he has been purchased. And, you know, I'm not sure that Ronaldo needs to make the players around him much better at Manchester City because, let's face it, they're pretty damn good. In other transfer news, Chelsea were priced out of a move for uh, Erling uh, Brat Haaland from Borussia Dortmund. Are you ready? Because his agent, Mino Raiola, demanded massive fees for himself as well as being put on the payroll and he wanted it was oh all in all a 275 million pound package a quarter of a billion pounds a third of a billion dollar package to sign Erling Brat Haaland now I can tell you this there's no team on the planet in any league other than England that would afford and could afford those wages And within England, there's really only two teams capable of writing those sorts of checks, and that's Manchester City and that's Chelsea. And as much as our good friend Roman Abramovich, with his incredibly white teeth and the latest wife and the big yacht, are very good at parting with their cash for big players, 
that is a silly number and i think uh that uh, mino raiola's share of that pie is going to be too big for any team to want to cope with so Erling Brad Haaland will stay at Borussia Dortmund for the time being I mean at some point he's going to want to get out of there right I mean that's only natural but at that price tag At that price tag, I don't know who's going to take him. All right, uh, let's move on, shall we? Um, Arsenal saying, uh, well, the independent reporting, Mikel Arteta is not under imminent danger of losing his job uh, despite uh, the Gunners' terrible start to the season, uh, although supposedly Antonio Conte lined up to replace him. I mean, I don't know. How productive is that, really? Is that productive in any way, shape, or form? It's really not. Liverpool considering making a move for Lucas Ocampos from Sevilla. Wolves also want him. In a choice between Liverpool and Wolves, one would have to think he would choose Liverpool, but I think some of that is just going to depend on how much playing time he thinks he's going to get at Liverpool versus Wolves. The big story, the other one, the story that is percolating out there that is being glossed over by a lot of people is that Pep has now said that he is going to be leaving regardless in 2024, 25? When is his contract up? Let me see. Whenever his contract's up. After the 2022-23 season, which means he has one more year at City and then he is gonzo. He's going to take a year off and then he will focus in on becoming a national team boss. That, by the way, being uh, reported by Globo. But, you know, we've heard this before from Pep. Uh, he did just sign a new contract. If you remember the beginning of last season, it was all gloom and doom for City. They dropped a couple of easy points or what we'd have considered easy points. And, you know, they just didn't quite look themselves. And Pep was maybe on his way out and not looking for a rebuilding and uh, this, that, and the other. And at the end of the day, you know, they won the Premier League, right? Made it to the final of the Champions League. Not too shabby of a year for Pep Guardiola. Um, I do think that he is reaching the end of his tenure. I think at some point he is going to want to move on to the national team pasture. But until that time, he's got two years, this year and next year, to win the Champions League. Because at the end of the day, that's what he needs to secure his legacy. 
I'm Nick Eber. This is World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We're presented by betonline.ag. We're also on SiriusXM, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and the award-winning SiriusXM app. I'm going to step aside, take a break, and be right back with more right here on World Soccer Radio. M-O-N-E-S Ramones. Indeed. But you're listening to World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm Nick Eber. Great to be with you. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. That's Monday through Friday. Hope you'll make me a regular part of your week, talking the beautiful game. Well, there is very little more beautiful than the Champions League. And as of right now, the draw is out, and let me fill this in. Uh, Group A, Manchester City, PSG, Red Bull Leipzig, and Club Bruges. Wow. I mean, is it possible... that we could see Messi versus Ronaldo in City versus PSG. Of course, last year, City were eliminated by Chelsea. But these two sides met. They're going to meet, actually. because, Because they did last year, if you remember, City won... 4-1 on aggregate in the semifinals. And this kind of goes to where I'm going with PSG. You know, this team can hire and and sign the biggest name stars in the world. And I mentioned this in the first segment of the show. But unless they are keeping their swords forged in the crucible of the hottest forge on the planet week in and week out. They really have to turn it up 10 notches when they get to the Champions League. And I, I look, I, I think so much is momentum and sharpness and and you know playing at the highest level i cannot stress this enough there are very few games in the premier league that are not pushing teams to play at the highest level i mean okay look we could argue i suppose that uh you know playing norwich isn't exactly gonna push you or playing newcastle these days But I would stress that if you look at Ligue 1, 
no team should really have any competition whatsoever from PSG. So that when they take the pitch in the group stage against a Man City or a Red Bull Leipzig, by the way, who in and of themselves can be a good team, I mean, I would suggest that Red Bull Leipzig are as good as most teams in Ligue 1. Right? I mean, are you telling me that Monaco and Strasbourg and Troyes and Lyon, Bordeaux and Brest? <laughs> he said Brest. Are as good? Well, I'd say they're about as on par. I mean, currently, the team pushing PSG at the top of Ligue 1 is Angers and Clermont Foot. <laughs> I mean, you know, wow. It's just not a strong league, folks. And, and that's why I don't really ever pick teams like that to win. It's not just the fact that PSG are going to be a great team with a fabulous, you know, roster, although likely minus Kylian Mbappe. It's just that I just don't think they can hit the ground running. And I, I think Man City will play with them. We'll toy with them. I mean, think about Red Bull Leipzig. They knocked Man United out of the group stage last year. Uh, they, they knocked out Man United in the group stage last season. So, I mean, that is a very, very, very tough group. Man City, PSG, Leipzig, and Bruges. Group B, Liverpool. Now, I think this is the toughest group. Once again, of course, Man United get the Patsy group, right? Liverpool get a very, very, very tough group and almost with a boogie team with Atletico Madrid. Plus Porto and AC Milan. This is a really, really, really tough group. Do you remember, uh, you know, we have a... Uh, bit of revenge possible for Milan because, of course, the 2005 final in Istanbul was Liverpool versus AC Milan. They did what they did beat Liverpool uh, a couple of years later in Athens. But this is a tough, tough, tough group. Group C, Sporting Lisbon, Borussia Dortmund, Ajax and Besiktas. Borussia Dortmund should win that group hands down. This should be an Erling Braut Haaland showcase. Group D. Inter Milan, Real Madrid, Shakhtar Donetsk, and Sheriff Tiraspol. Now, okay, folks. I know Real Madrid are going through a rebuilding process, but boy, oh boy, this is another patsy group. Inter Milan, okay, maybe. Group E, Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Benfica, Dinamo Kiev. You know, I have to tell you honestly, in my opinion, this is the second toughest group in the batch. Probably as difficult as Man City, PSG. Because I'll put that as, as number two. Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Benfica, Dinamo Kiev. 
Of course, it's a messiless Barcelona. But it's still Barcelona. We mentioned last year Villarreal getting knocked out of the tournament by Red Bull Leipzig in the group stage. This year, well, they got a slightly easier run of it with Villarreal, United, Atalanta, and Young Boys. I am going to like Villarreal and United to come out of this group. In Group G. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention Villarreal beat Man United in the Europa League final last season. Remember that? They are meeting again in the group stage. Forgot that. Of course, huge rivalry going on there. Group G, Lille, Sevilla, Salzburg, and Wolfsburg. This is, uh, I guess, if there's a snooze fest group, this would qualify for me as kind of the snoozy group. But good nevertheless, I like Sevilla to come out of this one. Lille currently really struggling in Ligue 1, three matches in. They've, they have yet to win. Two draws and a loss. They're actually 17th out of 20. They're in the relegation playoffs. Oh, no, they're not quite in the relegation playoff yet. Excuse me. And then finally, last year's winner of the Champions League rounds out the bottom group, Chelsea. Juventus, Zenit, and Malmo. Think about that for a minute. I mean, the toughest thing they have to look for there is against Juventus. And with no Cristiano Ronaldo in Juventus, it's a less intimidating package. Chelsea lost only one of their 13 Champions League matches last season. And that was a quarterfinal match at home to Porto. They were unbeaten in all seven matches played away from Stamford Bridge. Think about that. And by the way, we want to talk about the Liverpool group. Here's a great stat. <clears throat> Liverpool have won just one of their six meetings with Atletico Madrid in all European competitions. They lost home and away in 1920, as in 2019-2020, and they were knocked out in the last 16 by them. Now, Man United and Villarreal have met four times before in the Champions League, uh, every match with no goals. <laughs> so I don't think that's going to be the case this time around. So there you have it. Uh, Man City, PSG, Leipzig, Bruges, that's Group A. Group B is Atletico Madrid, Liverpool, Porto, AC, Milan. Group C is Sporting Lisbon, Borussia Dortmund, Ajax, and Besiktas. Uh, group D is Inter Milan, Real Madrid, Shakhtar Donetsk, and Sheriff Tiraspol. Group E, Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Benfica, and Dinamo Kiev. 
Uh, group F is Villarreal, Man United, Atalanta, and Young Boys. Group G is Lille, Sevilla, Salzburg, and Wolfsburg. And Group H is Chelsea, Juventus, Zenit, and Malmo. By the way, that is some tough travel for Chelsea, just FYI. I mean, Liverpool get to go to Spain, Portugal, and Italy. Chelsea have to go to Russia, Sweden, and Italy. I don't think that's going to have a huge effect on the actual overall results, but, you know, that adds to fatigue, it adds to injury problems. We will have to see, having said that, Chelsea are, as it stands, uh, a pretty good club in terms of youth and depth. By the way, Benjamin Mendy at Man City, charged with rape, four counts of rape, one count of assault in Cheshire, um, innocent until <clears throat> proven guilty, but he will be suspended pending an investigation. So uh, there's some uh, bad news for Manchester City. All right, those are your Champions League groups. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. This is World Soccer Radio, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I would love to chat with you. Uh, and I'm going to step aside, take a break. And I will be right back to wrap it up right after these messages. As I mentioned, we are presented by betonline.ag. And while we're on break, go check out the podcast. Go to the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network or anywhere you get your podcasts. Radio, uh, Nick Eber with you. Some huge matches coming up this weekend and tomorrow I will be giving you my Premier League predictions presented by betonline.ag. Of course, some huge matches you want to look for. Man City Arsenal's kicking it off at the Etihad on Saturday. Some other mouth-watering matchups, I will add, are going to be uh, Liverpool-Chelsea, which is kind of the premier match of the weekend i suppose and that is the late game on saturday so that's going to be uh like noon pacific time 9 a.m on the east coast or thereabouts 9 30 or so so that is uh the perfect time for the big match neither of neither liverpool nor chelsea have really faced massive opposition yet both are unbeaten I know for Liverpool, I don't think Chelsea have conceded a goal yet. Neither has Liverpool. Yep, they're both unbeaten. And they both have the same goal differential. They've scored the same goals. They've conceded the same amount of goals. They've won the same amount of matches. And we're only two matches in. Understood. Uh, Chelsea, their results, they were against Crystal Palace and Arsenal. Liverpool were against Norwich and Burnley. So you're going to want to keep your eyes out on Saturday. But most importantly, folks... Hope you will remember to tune in with me 
uh, on tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern time, because I will be running down every match and giving you odds and total scores and, um, and, and, and uh, total goals, score predictions, uh, show you some money lines. I'll, if you're going to go to betonline.ag, as I suggest you do, I'm going to give you all the ammunition you need to have a very, very, very enjoyable weekend, which I hope you will have. But in the meantime, we'll continue to watch the Cristiano Ronaldo situation and see if there's any movement as uh, to him going to Manchester City. And uh, if you want to continue the discussion about the Champions League, no better place, folks, than to find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'll chat to you tomorrow. Have a great night. Headlights shining, driving rain on the winter frame Little young lady's got a stitching a ride And it's a two, four, six, eight, and it's too late Me and my radio fucking on through the night Three, five, seven, nine, I don't know what line But away something coming up with the morning light Whiskey's sitting pretty in it Thank you for listening to Believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.